Call Katie Case Bailey with Dunbar Real Estate for all of your real estate needs. Katie Case Bailey, Realtor Extraordinaire. Something to show, something to list, something to sell. Call today at 601-408-9980. You are listening to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. Thank you, Jamesy. Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend, Jason Bailey. Bump is uh, pretty good. Andy Wizard of Whiskey himself, Mr. Shamlock. But the reality is... They don't know, man! I've been looking forward to To The Top Talk. You know, I have that with myself every night. Look, for all you listening today, I'm not an idiot. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk, presented by Lemon Tees Screen Printing. Expand your brand with the latest hats, shirts, koozies, and more from Lemon Tees. Located in Mobile, Alabama. Specializing in screen printing, embroidery, and graphic design. Uh, Tim is a loyal listener of the show. Huge Southern Miss fan. Order your next project today at lemon-tees.com. That's the word lemon-the letter T-S.com. All right. Here with, we are here with your break from all the high resource file propaganda to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. Kind of joining me now, Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend Jason Bailey. Maybe. Greetings and salutations, fellas. I really – hello? We got you. You're good now. I'm here. Okay. Greetings and salutations. Um, yeah, so I'm away. <laughs> I normally have internet issues at my house. Uh, apparently, this Holiday Inn Express that I met has worse internet issues. So we'll see how this goes. And so, yeah, Jason's having some internet issues, but we are uh, – he's, he's powering through. Uh, and the Wizard of Whiskey himself, Shane Lott. Um, well, there's a lot of things that the Holiday Inn Express claims you can be the day after staying there, but uh, happy with your internet connection can't be one of them. So uh, apologies if the episode is a little spotty at times tonight. We will do our best to maintain a professional show as we always do. Um, we're, we're trying something different this season. So if you would like to sponsor an episode of To The Top Talk, you can do that now. Go to tothetoptalk.com and click on the link that says sponsor an episode of To The Top Talk, just like our friends at Lemon Teas did tonight. That's lemon-ts.com. All right, so the big news from the past weekend. Well, basketball really was – it was an outstanding week for Southern Miss basketball, but we'll get to that. But we'll, we're still in football season, so let's get to football first. Southern Miss had a home game. It was senior day this past Saturday. This game was on the NFL Network. Southern Miss taking on the South Alabama Jaguars, falling by a final score of 20-27. to This was a, a close game up until the fourth quarter. South Alabama was able to put on um, two touchdowns to take a 10-point lead. Uh, all in all, it was a decent day for the Golden Eagles. Had some struggles on offense. They were able to win the turnover battle. What, what were you guys' impression of the game this past Saturday? I thought it was kind of a carbon copy of the previous week, honestly. Like, like just big plays. Heard Southern Miss again. Uh, you kind of bottle them up, play after play. Then just a, a big one. Um, yeah, very similar still game. And probably could have went our way with a break or two, but we're just not quite there yet. Yeah, it was a, a tough one. It was another tough loss because uh, South Al, South Al uh, 
is is a legitimately decent team this year. Uh, I mean, what, what are they nine and two now? Uh, I mean, it, you're, you can't be a bad team and have a nine and two record. Uh, I mean, it, it was a slugfest for most of the game. In the end, their quarterback made that ridiculous across the field going in the opposite direction throw for a touchdown that uh, not too many people can make. And, and that that kind of sealed it. But I'll tell you what, the uh, the chop block that was called when Frank Gore Jr. was on the ground and uh, a defensive lineman got pushed, uh, even the announcers were like, yeah, that's uh, that that shouldn't have been called that uh, to negate a big Jason Brown Lee catch sure didn't help. And uh, that that did not lose the game for us. But, man, that was a big turning point in the game to take what was a large gain and basically back us up and make us punt from our end of the field. But you got to tip your hat to South Alabama. Uh, I mean, they 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 made the plays when they needed to make the plays. Uh, I thought our defense played pretty well. A little freshman running back of theirs, uh, you know, kind of gashed us at times, but then they'd bottle him up and then he'd just break one. But, uh, you know, again, sometimes you just got to give it uh, – to the other team and the other player, the other teams and players are good too. So uh, we, uh, we were just slightly worse than them Saturday and that's unfortunate. Yeah. You look at some of the, uh, the key stats from the game, Trey low 18 for 33 for 167 yards, one interception all in all had a, had a pretty decent day. There were a couple of times where he had overthrew some receivers, but for the most part had a really decent day. Um, Frank Gore, uh, there was that play that Frank Gore hit um, Jason Brownlee in the end zone. It looked like it was a busted play. It looked yeah. like it was supposed to be a trick play to, to Gore. The the snap was kind of bobbled there. Gore picks it up and tosses a heave for 29 yards into the end zone to find Jason Brownlee for the uh, long passing touchdown of the day. Gore also had a net of 66 yards on the ground. And uh, Brownlee, seven receptions for 109 yards and a touchdown as well. Um, I, th- I thought all in all the defense was solid. There were some times where we had some some breakdowns, gave up some big plays, uh, but you got to give it to South Al, like you guys said. I mean, South Al had a had a uh, they were aggressive. They were they're a little bit ahead of where we are right now, and, and it, it showed there in the end. I Jamie, do you have the rushing stats in front of you? I, I don't remember how many yards we gained, but. Uh, coming into that game, South, South Al had one of the top rushing defenses in the country. And uh, I feel like we rushed for much higher than their average in that we, game. We were about 20 yards higher than their average. We we had 102 yards. I think they were um, giving up around 80 a week. Gotcha. Gotcha. I mean, there were times where we established the run and, and were able to to kind of get it going. Uh, I thought Trey Lowe did a great job managing the game. Again, no turnovers, which is huge, which, which he, you know, he did, kept he, us in it. He did have the one interception, but – Did he throw an interception? He did, yeah. did have one interception. I don't um, remember that off right now. When did that happen? Uh, shoot, I can't I, – I can't remember which quarter, but, I mean, it was uh, – the, the defender did a good job of jumping the route on that one. Okay. Ah, vaguely familiar. It's it's getting towards the end of the season. Uh, I drink a lot. Uh, <laughs> games start to blur together. But regardless, I mean, one turnover when uh, we forced three, two interceptions and a fumble. Is that correct? Um, yeah, yeah. 
you know, you can't be mad at that. Uh, again, my, my only gripe with Lowe really is he can't seem to connect on the deep ball. And there were probably three or four times where our receiver had the defensive back beat and there just wasn't a connection there. And uh, hopefully uh, another week of practice with the ones will we'll get that chemistry going a little better because it's not like he doesn't have the arm. Uh, he's got a, a rocket for an arm. Uh, I, it just he hasn't gotten many reps this year. So that those long ball deep shots are tough to connect on. Yeah, most definitely. So Southern Miss falls to five and six on the season, three and four in the Sun Belt. South Alabama nine and two on the season, six and one in the Sun Belt. So the Golden Eagles now one game left in the regular season, sitting at five and six, need a win this week to uh, get bowl eligibility. So this weekend, the Golden Eagles will head up to Monroe, Louisiana. That's going to be this Saturday, November the 26th at 4 p.m., taking on the Warhawks. A uh, game will be on ESPN Plus if you can't make it up to Monroe, Monroe, Louisiana. Now, I'm looking at kind of the overall stats here, and there's something that, that sticks out to me. One of the things that we've had trouble with this season at times has been establishing the run. We've played against some really solid uh, front sevens throughout the, the season. But looking at the stats right now for ULM, they're giving up 180, an average of 188.4 yards per game on the ground and that has got to be one of the more inflated totals um that we've seen this season so hopefully the golden eagles can get the ground game going to set up a little bit more of the pass and 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 really you know show out with this offense i like the way that that stat sounds for our matchup because you know will hall wants to run the ball and if we can establish the run and really get it going Mix in a little super back. Uh, it makes me feel good. You know, there's some familiar faces on the other side of the ball. I mean, Chan- Chandler Rogers, the quarterback for Louisiana Monroe, played here as a freshman. Currently, he has um, 2,281 uh, yards through the air, 14 TDs, seven interceptions. Um, so, you know, he's, a, he's somebody that's – Somewhat familiar to the Golden Eagle fans, you got the offensive coordinator is former Southern Miss offensive coordinator Matt Kubik. He was here in that 2020 season. Um, called a hell of a game that last game against what was it FAU? Yeah. Um, to get to get the victory there, so you know they're gonna they're gonna come out uh, you know guns blazing and and ready to take this game on. Let's let's look at some of the team totals here really quickly. Points per game, Southern Miss putting up 24.6, giving up 24.7. Louisiana Monroe uh, putting up 23.5 points per game and giving up 35.7. And don't let that fool you. They've been in a lot of games. They, they, um, you know, they actually, what they defeated Georgia State, uh, 31 to 28. They defeated Texas State 31 to 30. That game was close. They, they fell to South Alabama 41 to 34. They lost last week to Troy by a final score of 34 to 16. So they're, they're a team that is definitely game. Um, certainly not looking past them at all. And we're going to have to, we're going to have to really, you know, come out strong to, uh, to, to secure that six win and, and secure that bowl, uh, appearance. Uh, right now the Golden Eagles are three point favorites. Yeah. ULM is one of those teams that always just, 
sneaks up and punches somebody in the face in a week when you're not expecting it. Like, I mean, they've got the deck stacked against them. Uh, we complain that we're poor, but I think they've got the lowest budget in FBS. That may have changed now that there's 30 more schools joining. But uh, it, it just, you know, Monroe's not that great of a town. Uh, my brother and sister live there. Uh, and <laughs> they're, they're not super thrilled with it as an area to live. They don't want to be there long term. But it's just a tough job to to win football games. And I mean, Terry Bowden's a really good football coach. He's been a good football coach for a long time. So uh, it's, it's really amazing. Uh, how competitive he's gotten them over there uh, at this point. And, and we better show up ready to play or we're not going bowling. Hey, uh, Hey, uh, so I'm actually, I'm actually going to participate a little bit. And, uh, are you I mentioned his <laughs> passing stats, but <laughs> You're cutting out a little but bit. He can also run the ball. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he can definitely run the ball. Um, yeah, we'll try again in a minute there, Jason. Look at over the, the rest of the schedule here. Yeah, they they uh they fell to Texas in the first game fifty two to ten, turned around and defeated Nichols. 35 to 7, then lost to Alabama 63 to 7, before defeating the Raging Cajuns 21 to 17. Then they lost to Arkansas State 45 28, Coastal Carolina 28 21, South Alabama 41 to 34, and Army 48 to 24, before defeating Texas State 31 to 30, Georgia State 31 to 28, and then falling to Troy 34 to 16. So the final game of the Southern Miss regular season is going to be this Saturday. If you can make it up to Monroe, head up there, support the Golden Eagles. If not, the game will be available at 4 p.m. on ESPN+. All right, big week in Southern Miss basketball. The Golden Eagles still continuing on their winning ways. Jason, are you are you here with us now? All right. Let's, let's take a look at some of the games for the past week. Southern Miss taking on Loyola of New Orleans last Monday, November the 14th. That game was also on ESPN+. Plus. Um, Golden Eagles get a 86-62 win. You know, that's one of the games that we kind of talked about, like, hey, is this going to be, you know, are they? and they weren't the same team they were last year, but we weren't the same team we were last year. Uh, Felipe Hase led the way with 17 points. Uh, Denaje Harris, nine rebounds. Mo Arnold had four assists. Then we go to Friday night. The Golden Eagles were up in Lynchburg, Virginia, to take on the Liberty Flames. This was a part of the Cancun Challenge. So uh, Southern Miss going up to to Liberty and getting the 76-72 victory over the Flames. Now, it was kind of weird because Southern Miss came out just guns blazing. Went up 39-22 to in the first half. Liberty battled all the way back in the second half and was able to um, – but the Golden Eagles were able to pull away right there at the end. Um, Austin Crowley, man, just shooting lights out. Had 25 points, was, was shoot, shot 50% from three, was four for eight uh, with three rebounds and four assists. Felipe Hase as, as well, 23 points, eight rebounds, 
uh, three assists, one block, three steals. He had like almost a Brandon Ingram-esque shot to close out the game with the fadeaway. And I was trying to think like the last time we had a Golden Eagle who could hit like a solid fadeaway like he did the other night. It's been quite some time. Uh, Somebody but, that big? <laughs> yeah. My, man. Uh, that shot was beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I mean, shot clock was expiring, just kind of pivoted, fell back in, in – Big, beautiful arch, nothing but net. And they were 12.5-point favorites coming into this game. And when you started watching the game, I mean, Liberty has had a strong program the past few years. But to me, it looked like the Golden Eagles were taking on an intramural team for at times in that first half. You were like, man, these white dudes with the long, flowy locks. <laughs> and, um, you know, it looked it, we looked like we had the men out there on the court. And it, it ended up that way. Well, Liberty battled back, but um, – you know, the Golden Eagles are a lot of fun to watch. If you like defense, they, that's one thing I'll say about this Golden Eagle basketball team is they play really hard, and the, the defensive intensity has really, really stepped up in the offseason. So I'm going to try one more time. Yay! And hopefully I stay in there. If I don't, I'm just I'm just going to quit this thing and just start shooting fireball. Um, but, <laughs> well, you're, you're uh, coming through crystal clear right now. Wow, nice. I'm going to hold my mouth right in this spot. Uh, but – the um, you know, and it seemed like Liberty made like everything that they shot. Uh, thinking back on the game, and they, I think they did for a good like eight minute stretch there. But at the end of the game, Southern Miss goes eight for twenty one from three, and Liberty's only ten of twenty nine. So you know they only made uh, just a couple more three pointers. And for us to be able to come back and to not, well, first of all, I mean, how Southern Miss was it that we gave up? a 26 point lead like in a row, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but very uncharacteristic of the last couple of years. We didn't, uh, we, we didn't, we didn't quit, you know, we didn't fold. We didn't choke. Um, Hase came through with that little floater in the lane. And um, I mean, how good is that guy? Probably the best passer on the team might be the best shooter on the team. Um, you know, he's just, he's got this Euro way about him, man. He's smiling. Um, and, and he's, he's just a joy to watch. Um, but no, it, it was, it was cool, man. It, it was fantastic. I thought that Liberty was going to make a run. I did not know it was going to be a 26 0 run with Peebles and uh, McGee just making it from everywhere. They had two or three bank shots from three point range and like deep three point range. So it was fun. It was entertaining. Um, it nearly gave me a heart attack and I'm glad we came out with a W. Yeah, absolutely. But it's not Golden Eagle Athletics if you don't almost have a heart attack. Right. And, 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 and you know, with uh, with Nefty out, you guys probably already mentioned that, but, um, you know, Nefty on the on the, on the sideline there, and he's kind of the, the, the engine that makes it all go. So we did all that versus a team that's probably going to be an NCAA tournament team at their house in front of a packed house without our starting point guard. And isn't it weird hearing the announcers say things like, I don't know if Liberty can contend with Southern Miss's size and experience? Yeah. Well, this, we have – is it the oldest or the second oldest roster in D1? One of the two. Yeah. So uh, it's nice to have that experience. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. When's the last time that it was like, oh, man, Southern Miss has got a bunch of big guys out there? And Jamie was talking about the turnovers. Um you know, Southern Miss scored uh, 22 points off of 16 turnovers, and we only turned it over nine times, uh, giving up 14 points 
uh, right there. So that's what that's an eight point advantage. And it seems if you look at that stat after every game, I know we're really early in the season, but if the season keeps going along the same lines, you might can look at that stat right there after games and tell how they went because I think in all four games we've had this season, we have converted way more points off turnovers than the other team. And, and usually whatever number that is, whatever discrepancy it is, is kind of what we win by. So something to keep an eye on. Well, that's a, a big part of the defense that they play, just uh, suffocating all mm-hmm. over you. Their hands are so fast. I mean, these guys have fast hands. They're slapping balls away and um, just, you know, taking balls from people. But that just crazy intense defense generates offense and it, it creates a lot of fast breaks uh, off of those turnovers. It's it, the exciting defense tends uh, lends itself to the exciting offense. Yeah. Well, we do a lot of that, but have you guys noticed the difference in the shots that we take? Um, uh, yeah, they again, go I'm, in <laughs> very, very much so, but, th- but they're, they're, we usually get a good look. I mean, how many times over the past couple of years have we just kind of thrown it around for a while? We're not really sure what anybody was doing. And we heave one up at the buzzer. Usually it didn't go in. And we have like these, you know, six, seven-minute stretches, usually early in the game, where we couldn't score a basket. Like I was really uncertain if we were going to score any points in a game. Never feels like that this year. Again, I know that it's super early. But it seems like it's just this unselfish brand of basketball very team oriented uh yeah defense is tough it's very fun to watch it's cool well you've said a couple of times you know oh it's a young season basketball wise but we've beat two teams on the road that we never would have beaten seasons past so even though the season is young we've already done something that that other teams in the past uh, i mean since donnie tendall was here really uh, never did across the course of an entire season. How bad would that Liberty game have gone last year? Oh, no oh, doubt. Not, not good. Well, the Golden Eagles are playing in the Cancun Challenge this week. So tomorrow, as of this recording, Tuesday, November the 22nd, they'll be taking on Winthrop, which is, you know, been a really strong basketball program over the years. Uh, that game is at 2 p.m. It's showing the TVs being Flow Hoops. I don't know who Flow is, but um, ask, ask the James Madison folks on Twitter because evidently that's how they used to watch their games before they come to the Sun Belt. And uh, I, I'm not excited because they hated it. <laughs> All right, there you have it. So if uh, if the Golden Eagles will win or lose, they'll play on Wednesday. If they lose, I believe they'll play in the early game, which is going to be at 11:30. Uh, a.m. Wednesday, uh, Central Time. If they win, they'll play at 2 p.m. Central Time on Wednesday, the 23rd. So they'll play either the winner or the loser of Purdue-Fort Wayne and Eastern Michigan on that That, side of the bracket. That Liberty game was actually part of this tournament. Uh, Yes, yes. Yeah, so that was the first game of the tournament, and it was across brackets. There's two different brackets in this tournament. Uh, The other bracket – uh, gets to play on CBS Sports and uh, contains Liberty, Auburn, and I can't remember the other two teams. But uh, uh, Brad- Bradley and Northwestern. 
Bradley and Northwestern. There you go. So what we need to do is to pull for Liberty to win their side of the bracket. We win our side of the bracket, and then we beat Liberty, the champion, for the other side of the bracket. It's just backwards. Instead of playing at the end, we played before. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Um, <laughs> let's see where we're at. You know, I, I looked this up the other day. Let's let's take a look and see where we're at right now. I mean, I know this is way too early in the season to be having this conversation, but the Golden Eagles have not been here in quite some time. I'm talking about the RPI. As of right now, the Golden Eagles are sitting at 20 in RPI. Now, it's definitely going to change, but our two wins that count towards RPI were over Liberty and Vanderbilt. So both of those teams had been had been pretty highly rated. So, yeah, Southern Miss RPI right now sitting at 20. I don't expect us to stay there, win or lose, but um, it's pretty cool to be there right now, even though we're only, you know, a few weeks into the season. Yeah, I mean, who who knows if if I mean, it, I guess it's just fun to be able to kind of halfway have the conversation about you know like being ranked. I mean, it seems really weird to even say that and hear those words coming out of my own mouth, but. You know, I mean, what? Who knows? If it goes to five and zero, six and zero, I don't know, ten and one, type of thing. I mean, at one point, you know, do you put the Golden Eagles in the ranking? So, I don't know if it's going to happen. We're going to hit us. We're probably going to hit a stretch where we're not playing as good as as we can play. But um, it's going to be fun while it lasts. And I'll tell you what, man, my seats at Reed Green are kind of getting a little crowded. A lot of people coming to sit next to us now. We're going to have a. When's our next game? On the twenty seventh. 27th, so we got two home games coming up when they get back from Cancun. The the 27th is a Sunday, 2 p.m. taking on Mobile. And then on the 29th of November, which is a Tuesday, at 7 p.m., taking on the Montana Grizzlies. It's the first time I can recall us playing Montana in any sport. I may be wrong about that. But, yeah, well, I think we played them in basketball before. But I think one of our conferences last year played at Montana. What do you say, Bob? We played we went Mon- to Montana last, last year. year. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So the second time that we played Montana. So yeah, those are two home games this week coming up. Nice. All right, Shane. Do you have any uh, any updates this week? I know we had we had uh, another conference championship, did we not? Did we? Did we? I, I saw a ring. <laughs> did oh. We have? That's not from this week, though. That's baseball from last year that just got rings. No, no, no. I feel like there was something. I feel like there was, uh, was it track and field or something? There was some kind of ring. Track, uh, tr- like outdoor track isn't going on right now. Cross country ended at the Southeastern Regionals or whatever it was last week. So don't think it was track. There was only three sports in action. One of them's only playing exhibition matches. Um, and the other one lost in the first round of the conference tournament, and the other one is basketball that just started. So I think you're smoking crack, Jamie. No, oh, no, 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 no. What is it? Okay, track and field tweeted back-to-back rings. Oh, well, the women's indoor track champion, back-to-back, uh, they just got their rings, but uh, we, yeah, okay, we talked well, that's, about that a while back. But that's what I was talking about then. So Gotcha. Baseball got their rings, too. Yeah, baseball got their rings at the game the other day, so that was cool. Um, before we get into fall sports, fall sports, Nathan Hosey, uh, fall sports, do we want to 
mention the uh, the Sunbelt Mac basketball challenge for next year or starting next year? Or we want to leave that for another week. No, you do you have the do you have the notes pulled up? <laughs> what are you talking about? Absolutely. I do not have those notes pulled up. I figured Jason Bailey had six pages on them. So uh, well, well, I'm just sitting here just kind of, you know, halfway uh, hoping that I don't cut out on you guys. And, you know, I think you're golden now, man. I mean, I'm you, just, you I'm just picking my spots. I'm not yeah. uh I'm not so, doing anything. I'm I, I'm I'm wondering a little bit about. Well, no, I'm not talk about that. Hey, well, screw it. What do you guys think about uh about the about the Black Bears? They losing their coach or what? He just tweeted and said that they're not. Yeah, so, really? I mean, Tommy Tuberville a, did the same thing about it's a game the of cat same mouse. time. Yeah, 24 years ago. So, not that I, I guess that's the reason why I guess you got like four text messages. But anyway. Yeah. Um I do I do have uh, the well, I do have the the agreement pulled up here. So Okay. The Mid-American Conference and the Sunbelt Conference have introduced the MAC-SBC Challenge, a scheduling a scheduling alliance in the sports of men's and women's basketball to take place during the 2023-24 and 24-25 seasons. The 12 MAC men's and women's basketball teams will face off against 12 Sunbelt teams in a pair of contests each year, with each game being carried on an ESPN platform. The first game will occur during the opening week of the 2023-24 regular season from Wednesday, November 8th to Saturday, November the 11th, which the, the matchups being jointly determined based on projected net rankings heading into the season. The second place will happen on Saturday, February 10th, with the matchups set based on real-time net rankings and announced in January. So that press release is is up there on the site. Um, so, yeah, Sunbelt Mac had a little bit of scheduling, scheduling alliance. As much trouble as we've had with basketball scheduling, you have to certainly applaud the move. Yeah, absolutely, and that's exactly why I wanted to mention it because, I mean, I don't know that it would change the number of teams we play that don't actually count towards our win total in the end, but – uh, it still bothers me a little bit that that we play those games not as exhibitions. If it doesn't count for the other team, it shouldn't count for us. Uh, but that's that's kind of a side note. But that will absolutely help with at least a couple of games of scheduling for next year. Uh, and if we continue uh, to play good basketball, uh, good schedule is very important. All right, Shane, do you have uh, some updates in some three uh, sports that were active? I do, uh, actually. None of them involved rings, unfortunately. Uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll start with volleyball. Uh, Lady Eagles ended their season by falling one to three to Georgia Southern at the Sun Belt Tournament in Foley, Alabama, on Thursday, the seventeenth. Uh, the first three sets were were painfully close, twenty three twenty five, twenty three twenty five, and then the Golden Eagles win one twenty five twenty two before Georgia Southern sealed the victory with an eleven to twenty five win in the fourth set. That loss did end the Golden Eagles season. Uh, that is Coach Jenny Hazelwood's first, ending with a 18 and 11 record, 10 and 6 in Sun Belt play. Uh, this gives her the second most wins as a first-year head coach for Southern Miss volleyball. Uh, good news coming out of that: Mia Wesley was named first-team All Sun Belt, and Cara Atkinson was named second-team All Sun Belt. So that wraps it up for volleyball for the fall. Moving on, women's basketball was in action last week as well. Ladies fell 65-72 at Valparaiso on Saturday the 12th. 
they suffered a really bad defeat at the hands of the Lady Black Bear Rebel Land Sharks uh, in Oxford on Wednesday, the 16th, falling 46 to 92, and then got back on the winning track with a 72-67 win versus North Alabama on Friday, the 18th, in Hattiesburg. Uh, the ladies' basketball squad is is between just health issues and injuries right now, just severely depleted for that North Alabama game. They dressed eight players uh, because of all the injuries and and things that are going on there. Uh, Because of that, Morgan Dillard got her first career start collecting five points and three rebounds. She grabbed the rebound with two seconds left. uh, That really sealed the win for the lady Eagles. She got fouled, sent to the free throw line, made her free throws, which expanded the lead and and guaranteed the Lady Eagles the victory. Dom Davis can always be counted on to go out there and show out. She scored 25. Uh, Lonnie Cornfield added 15. And Bracey Jacoria added 12. Next up for the Lady Eagles, we've got the 36th annual Lady Eagles Thanksgiving Classic. That, <clears throat> excuse me. That opens with Nichols on Friday, the 25th at 3 o'clock, and then Lamar at 5 o'clock on Saturday, the 26th. The last sport in action was beach volleyball. Ladies hosted the Southern Miss Fall Exhibition with three days of matching, including in, matches, including southeastern Louisiana and Tulane. That was Friday, the 18th through Sunday, the 20th. The first day of matches saw the Lady Eagles win 16 out of 18 with uh, 13 occurring in straight sets. Those were all against southeastern Louisiana. Then starting on Saturday, uh, Tulane jumped in and, and all three teams competed against each other. Unfortunately, I haven't been able to find any information what happened on Saturday and Sunday. But this late in the fall, uh, one more week in football season, basketball just getting underway. Most of the other sports are uh, wrapping it up. So uh, going forward, we've got women's basketball and that's it until spring sports get into gear. All right. Do you guys have any shout-outs? I want to give a couple shout-outs. Um, first shout-outs to my dad, man. I got to go see my dad on Sunday and um, doing great. You know, small steps, long way to go, but getting this breathing thing under control, man. It's good to see him. Uh, Jack went up with me. Um, he was able to kind of watch us throw the ball around in the backyard a little bit, and uh, he even picked up the guitar, and so – it's cool, man. It's cool to see my dad kind of making a comeback. Um, shout out to Pilo. Pilo came out with our latest T-shirt design damn near instantly. Um, I don't want to give it away yet because we ordered some just for uh, the special people um, right in our inner circle. But you will probably see them at the very next basketball game that we play at home. It's going to be really cool. Last shout out. Uh, I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Big John Smith and his son Pelham. Ran into them at the tailgate uh, this Saturday and hung out for a little bit. Good guys. Shane, uh, any shout outs and or what you are sipping on this evening? Um, I don't know that I have any particular shout outs. I don't know if I gave Rick Zachary a shout out in the last couple of weeks. Uh, maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. But if I didn't, Rick Zachary. Great Golden Eagle fan. Want to say good man. Him. Um, but yeah, uh, other than that, uh, sipping on a Lincoln Road Package Store uh, Old Forester Barrel Strength Single Barrel tonight. Uh, this one packs a punch, coming in at 127.8 proof or 63.9% alcohol. So 
um, really, really gets uh, the blood thinned out and the heart going. All right. I've got to give a shout out to him. I know I've shot him out before, but uh, my man, Tom Cole at, at Rye Corner 4, thanks for having me on before the home games each season. And, and on the, the day of, had a had a good time chatting up with him. And the food at their tailgate was exquisite, man. They had a – I can't remember the name of the barbecue company this week, but they had pulled prime rib, and it was – Say what? That's what – yeah, pulled prime rib. And I was just like, holy cow. So I – uh. Are you trying to say something about my egg casserole that I brought? No, Jason, I got to give you a shout out for that casserole, <laughs> dude. Like that was Jason made it all by himself and it was it did not disappoint. So, um yeah. So, yeah, I did And also kind of yes, yeah, sorry for uh for leaving on you um over there. You know, I took the golf cart over and took you to Tom. And I was sitting there listening to the band and talking about Brad Smith and in the middle of that I forgot that Katie said she was already on her way and I was supposed to meet her at the car. <laughs> so I took off. I get back over there and of course she's already there. Just give me that look, you know, like I got it. Don't worry about it. Well, you know, our, our parking spot's about 50 yards away from where we tailgate. So it wasn't that big of a deal. But in the middle of that, I forgot that I left you over there. So. Oh, no worries. I just, I walked to Eagle Walk. I got it at Eagle Walk just in time to cut across uh, between the ROTC and, uh, the giant gap between them and the band. So um, I made it just in time. So I, I do appreciate the ride, though. Um, so this weekend, guys, Southern Miss, Louisiana Monroe. This week, Southern Miss at the Cancun Challenge and back home at Reed Green this week. So Southern Miss, Louisiana Monroe, 4 p.m. Saturday in Monroe or on ESPN+. Plus. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. Oh, wait a minute. We had a sponsor this week. I got to give a shout out to our sponsor. <laughs> lemon lemon Tees Screen Printing. Tim, expand your brand with the latest hats, shirts, koozies, and more from Lemon Tees. Located in Mobile, Alabama, specializing in screen printing, embroidery, and graphic design. Order your next project today at LemonTees.com. That's Lemon-Ts.com. Talk. could play for Alabama, USC, or Notre Dame. You have lots of things to offer, but Southern Mississippi puts you all shame. I was born here in Hattiesburg, never ventured far away. When it comes to playing football, here in Eagle Heaven is where I'm going to stay. I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, RLSU. You play a good game of football, but Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you. Season is over and done. The fans.
folks here in Hattiesburg will be proud of what we've done. I could play for the Georgia Bulldogs, Florida State, or Tennessee. But I chose Southern Mississippi. And right here at home is where I'll always be. I could play for Alabama, USC, or Notre Dame. You have lots of things to offer, but Southern Mississippi puts you all to shame. I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, or LSU. You play a good game of football, but Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you. season is over and done all your teams with famous names will see we're number one ask mississippi state ask mississippi state